Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Series Podcast. My name is still Ola. This episode is episode 10 and it's different. Um, so I was able to do an interview with um, someone. He's a young chap. Um, I love this guy so much. He's doing awesome. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of person say, "Yeah, my my heart is pleased to know this kind of person." This this interview was 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 a spur of the moment thing, and I was glad it was able to work because of um, network issues that we have. Um, his name is Justice. Um, just enjoy it. My guest is um, Justice. Justice, I call him my dear anyway, so. If you ever heard me talk about Adi, and if you ever had me also talk about justice in the same in the same breath, just know it's the same person I'm referring to. Adi, how are you? I'm fine. You can't hear from here. What did you say? I so said we can't hear you from here. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm doing well. All right. All right. So very first thing to ask you to do for people listening is just to share your story briefly, very briefly. So I can ask a few questions before we call it quits with the recording. So, um, okay, uh, let, let's start from like 2013. Um, I used to be a normal random kid on the block, carry laptop up and down, you know, try to get some things done. Uh, just experiment with different stuff, you know, trying to see how I can hack Wi-Fi in cafes. Then time passed. I started working as a secretary in a Jamban YX center. Um, I did like several people's job because I was the only staff there, you know, tried to go to motion to get uniform for students who's about to write exam, try to register them for exam tried to come back and manage the customers that are waiting to make inquiries, try to manage the teachers from the mainland to the island, you know, and their time shift and all. So it was a, a very interesting journey. And how, fact, how, how old were you? How old were you then? Um, I think I was say 16, 17. Yeah. All right, go on. Yeah. So that, that journey, that, that, that part of my life taught me uh, about humans. Um, I, 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 I use that to understand human and able to interact with them properly. And based on each person's reasoning, I can be able to know how to interact with that individual in a way so as to continue doing business with them or just move to the next level. Um, I I stopped working there. So I worked there for one and a half year before staying back home to try to do freelancing. So I did freelancing for a real estate firm and some other people. That really didn't go well until oh, yeah. I, uh, freelancing as a web developer. But a web developer that didn't really know how to build websites. I just tried. So I I go and get clients money, um, put myself in trouble so that I can get it done, you know? But 
some of them went well, some didn't go well, some I refunded their money to them. Um, some they didn't pay me complete, even if the project was complete. So those were those were the ups and downs, you know, of being someone who is just starting out. Anyways, I I got an internship in a company on the mainland. Um, I was working with Softcom. So I worked with them for uh, for eight months. My internship was to last for three months, but it ended up lasting for eight months. So I also picked a lot of um, office and workplace mindsets from them. So there I began to really groom myself to be a pro. But I, I left there to try to write YEC. Uh, Neko rather, not wide. So I did that. Um, in that process, I was also trying to do freelancing for some international people, uh, people who needed statistical data from the games they play. So I, I needed to learn some new technology to get that done. So I ended up writing some Python scripts, um, JavaScript, some other interesting things. Those, those, those periods really opened my eyes as to um, leveraging on my capabilities and also learning more things to enhance my capabilities and skills. So where did you learn this Python, all this programming? Where did you learn them from? What school did you attend? Um, so though I didn't attend any school per se. In fact, I didn't attend any school really um, because I knew how to just use a computer. And I understood how to learn something if I need to learn something simply wanting to know something. So I, go, I, I made Google my friend. So I always, okay, how can I, how can I uh, scrape this data from website? And then I'll read people's thread on Stack Overflow or just a random web page that I don't even remember their links. I would see, read, 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 understand. If it doesn't suit what I want, I'll keep searching. If it does, if it's similar to what I need, okay, I can now pick the answer, fine tune it, it to to suit the problem I have. Okay, and test it. It works out. Trial and errors, sleepless nights. You know, I remember even staying in an uncompleted building <laughs> because <laughs> because the people at home thought I was a big boy uh, since I was working with. I was doing internship for the company on the mainland, and then they gave me an Apple laptop. So people thought I was a big boy. I was working for Apple, you know, from from area. So I couldn't go after all. Um, they, nobody even knew I was writing my neko, anyways. So I just couldn't go back home because if I go back home, people would definitely want to ask me, "Oh, what are you doing?" Blah blah, and I can't lie. Just to avoid all of those, I stayed where I was to just improve myself. And I also remember uh, at some point after um, leaving the company due to my internship um, period, internship tenure being over. So I needed to work on a project for the company, right? Also freelance, more like a subcontract from one of their staff. So uh, trying to work on that project, I needed to use a laptop. I didn't have my own laptop. and. Using an Apple laptop, it has spoiled me, so I couldn't really use a Windows laptop again. <laughs> I have to rent. No. <laughs> I 
had to rent somebody's Apple laptop for 5K. I had to sweet talk that guy to, to, oh, to give oh. me his laptop. So I rented it for 5,000 I used it to build that project in about two weeks. Uh, I paid the guy the money. So another interesting thing is, um, after I agreed with this guy that I rented his laptop, we didn't even spend up to a week. He started um, calling me a thief. Oh, you need to return my laptop. I'm going to call the police for you, blah, 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 this, that, this, that. I understood that uh, he needed his laptop, but bro, we've agreed, also, you know? And if you spoke politely, this is not my thing. I'm definitely going to give it to you, but we've agreed that we've cleared ourselves. So I made sure I completed my project and gave him the laptop, just as I agreed. So there I began to also learn um, about um, when you say something, make sure you see it through, you know? Uh, you need to also understand your value. So those were the period I began to understand my values, you know, how if you have an agreement with someone, don't break it, things like that. So there are times I messed up. Um, I'm not perfect either. So that period passed. Um, people always ask me questions. How do you do this? How do you do that? Even if I hadn't tried it before, but I, I always apply mental simulation to things and it works out fine with the mental simulation. And I ensure in my mental simulation, I put the reality of life in Nigeria where we are. Because those are the real variables that can make or break what you want to try to do. So um, factoring those things in and simulating what the problem is and the probable solution, I'm able to see if it works out fine. Then I can tell my friends that, okay, yeah, try this, try that, try this, try that. And then it works. Even some of the things I build, those are how, that's how I'm able to also come up with solutions to them and think very fast. Also, let's not forget God's grace. That's one important factor, or else it's possible either I would have been dead due to the hustle or something else, you know? But time time, time has played its part. Here we are now. So I joined, I, I, I worked in a small agency in 2000 and, um, okay, no, I worked in a startup before the small agency. I worked in a startup in Yaba, um, tried to build a product, uh, spent, I was even working on my own personal project before that one, but I decided to post my personal project just to ensure that the project for that company goes live, but it didn't fly. We had a clash, um, a clash based on principles, um, respect people's privacy, people's security first before your money. If you're able to put those things in place first and make sure your customers are happy, your money will flow. But working in this company, the, the motive was different. So I couldn't really, um, I was trying to do my work and do it well, but I couldn't really handle that other ideology of the business wanting to just go without putting this, without respecting these principles. So I had to resign resigned from there, stayed back for drunk Gary, sat down in a chair that one side is good, the other side is bad. I sat down in the side that is bad because the, the, the part of the chair that is good belongs to the owner of the house, you know? 
So that was a real hustle then. I also borrowed a friend's laptop to put my hard disk inside just to get work done and give it back to him after a period of time. Time passed again. I worked in a small agency. Um, we built a couple of projects for Coca-Cola, some internet-based firms. So there I began to learn about internal business processes. So I now focused my energy on building solutions for um, firms to be able to aid their internal business process. Because if they if they can carry out their operations seamlessly, it will be faster for them to please and satisfy their customers. And because it's faster to satisfy customers, more customers will come. You can serve them more. And as the, the more they come, the more your profit increases. You understand? So I saw that as value for me. And then I pushed forth for it. I kept, you know, I kept working and building stuff. There, I, I now became a mad person totally. Um, it was at that point I tapped into my core to be able to build a POS, a point of sale software for three different firms that were customers of this small agency, you know. Um, so I had to improve myself very well in writing of code, think of some bizarre things and try them out. It works out fine, it's solid, I just maintain it. So I, I there I was able to, on that point of sales software that I built, um, started with just one code base and built. So I had to, I had to think critically on what's the most common thing. These three different firms, they have these three different firms. They have different perspective, right? Um, different business model, right? But they want a point of sales software for the for their 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 businesses. This so firm one is the laundromat. So they need a point of sale for their laundromat. Firm two is a hostel, a school hostel kind of platform, right? Um, where students can come to the big cafeteria and use their smart card to purchase food. And that's not their ATM card, but it deducts money from their school wallet, you know? And that same smart card is used to access um, the, the gates as pass. So that's their own model. And then the third firm is a pharmacy. They want to have all their products in that pharmacy on the point of sale software. So I had to think of what's the most common amongst these three so that I can um, build it and not have to build each firm's point of sale software from the ground up every time. You know, build ones serve three people and everything is unique in the end. So I had to I had to really think deep on this and I was able to achieve it. It was it was a really awesome process for me. Um, after doing that, I resigned when it was time because I knew within me when it was time to resign. So I resigned. Okay, um, it's one thing I still tell my friends and I tell people, you have this sense of things 
if you live to it, if you are, if you are observant, something tells. Hmm, okay, um, I need to stop this now. You know, something tells you go here. Something tells you um, go and get this thing. You know that some people call it God. Some people call it your inner what They have different languages. But um, I I don't know exactly what to call it. But just your inner man. Let me put it that way. What did you say? It works for you. If you listen to it and it works for you. Exactly. So you can call it your inner. Um, when it's time to, so I, I listen to my inner man a lot and oh. for the right decisions I've taken as oh. a result of following through most of the wrong decisions I've taken as a result of me trying to just negate or waste that time, you know, that's it basically. So you can go on. So you left, you left, you resigned yeah, and so then I you mean, went on to something. Exactly. So I resigned on a good note. Um, we still all talk and all, and decided to join Softcom. So I went to apply. So, so yeah, that was my inner man speaking. Okay, it's time you need to go and work back in this firm that we are once an intern in. You know exactly. Right. So I resigned went back to and went back to apply there. So I applied by shooting my CV. Nothing fly. Nobody looked at it. It was the automated system telling me, uh, we've seen your CV, we'll get back. If you don't hear from us in two weeks, blah, blah, blah. You know all those <laughs> lamba. Nobody looked at your CV. So nobody looked at those things. Um, one of the things I also learned from, um, from my internship period was that if you need to get something, try to target the man at the top. Because if you are able to get the audience of the man at the top, you are immune to all the other people around. You are immune to the other people below. So what I did was, what I did was to request an audience with them, and they honor that. In honoring that, the person who I was supposed to now go and see was not around. And by God's grace, I was able to meet with the CTO and their lead design, um, their lead design, uh, how do I, what was the word now? Somebody, somebody like the top design engineer there. So I was in the meeting room with the CTO and the lead design engineer. Let me put it that way. I didn't take my interview like a question and answer kind of session. Uh, that way, you won't really be free to say what you need to say or or flow how you are supposed to flow because you'll be trying to control your words and all. So instead of it being like a question and answer session, um, you can make it a conversation, which is what I did. Um, I made it to conversation and we were just gisting. Now, from gisting, you also have to be careful. So, but from gisting, we're able to talk about technology, talk about um, how I work, talk about the firm's own work practice, you know, and begin to plug yourself in the picture of the kind of things you will do while you are in that firm. Right from there, they will see you as a bright mind. They'll be able to access your intellectual capacity. 
they would even be able to talk about the things mm. the pick for you on. I had a coding test. So the CTO showed okay. me the um, We did the series of tests. I didn't get everything absolutely. But interestingly, I resumed work with them on Monday. I'm not a pro like the other staffs there. Uh, a lot of these people, they've gone to the university, they've done so much in their life, they've built apps, they've built awesome, beautiful things that you'll be like, whoa, I wish I'm, I wish I'm good like this. That shouldn't intimidate you because I didn't let that intimidate me. And I just exercised my madness to tap into my core and build things. And it all worked out fine. And I thank God. I've known you for about six, seven years now. And in those in those years, I've seen you grow like seriously. I, I, I call you, I tell everybody that anybody talks to me about IT, I'm going to my main guy for IT. I don't listen to anybody. You can't tell me anything. If this guy is saying no, then he's no. I, I don't I don't care what it is anybody has said to me. I've seen you go, I've seen I've seen sacrifice from hard to I know you skipped the path of your uh when you went to now and then you dropped out after a semester because oh, it, it just wasn't working for you. So I eventually got into National Open University and I I attended the facilitation class. Um, I got the school materials. I was looking at this thing. They are showing me what is mouse, what is keyboard. I was like, what? How? How? Is it that at this age, in this time, <laughs> whoever does mouth should... Excuse me. Your, your network is breaking up. Your network is breaking up. Like... <laughs> oh my goodness. Whoever doesn't know what a mouse and keyboard is in this age should be beaten. I don't need to see that in a school syllabus. You get... In fact, if they say... no, no, not even school. This is a university. We're talking about university, not primary, not even secondary school. University. I mean, what are these? This not what a mouse or a keyboard is. So those things irritated my soul. Anyways, I stopped it, and then I was so in the facilitation class. I never attended my own level so I, I attended the 200 level computer science guys the 400 level computer science guys i mixed up with them just listen to what their uh, lecturers have to say and it was awesome so i just mixed up with them like that and most times just went to the school to meet new people so i didn't really do anything there and i left in fact i didn't even come back again yeah before before leaving, I worked with their IT department as an intern. I joined them. They were surprised that, okay, I want to join them to work. Am I a graduate? I said, no, I want to intern. They said, okay, we're not going to pay you. I said, no problem, sir. They were, they were amazed. So I worked with them, set up the computer CBT hall alongside with them. And told my classmates and all my friends that, guys, when I go here with me, better go and study. You know, so they saw me as a staff of the school, elevated above them. So I just dared to be different. And then I left. The story always inspires me. Okay, so um, we've, we've gone we've gone really far. One 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 more question, and then we'll round this off. 
what um I know you said it a lot and you've actually answered this question, you know, um somewhere in between the conversation, but what one thing, one thing, just one thing would you advise um young people out there to do to make the difference in their life? Just one thing. Hmm. Well, um, hmm. I'm thinking of how I want to summarize this. So. Just one. <laughs> I know if I say two, it will be easier. I say three, but no, just one thing that if they do that one thing, it will make a whole lot of difference in their life. I don't want to sound like all these motivational speakers, right? Um, just be stubborn towards getting your goals achieved. But at the same time, be reasonable and know what works for you. Being stubborn makes you not to um, not to relax when somebody says you should relax. When they say uh, you can't do it, you know that stubbornness is just going to keep you afloat to get pushing. Mm. If it's not, keep trying. That's the next part. But being reasonable helps you to know the approach to take sometimes. Um, when to stop, how to go about some things, when you need to ask questions, help, you know, and know what works for you because it is only you who really know what works for you. Do you get it? Get you. Get you. I so get th- you. That makes, makes absolute sense. In fact, one of, whoever has been listening to the few, the last few podcasts would see where, you know, comes in because if you don't know yourself, if you don't find a way of knowing yourself, you would find it impossible to know what works for you, which it ties in fantastically, you know, ties in fantastically to what we've been talking about. I think this has been, even for me, you know, <laughs> has been an, 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 uh, it's been a, an enlightening and um, an inspiring session. Thank you for allowing us to do this, really. Hopefully, one of these days um, we'll be able to do it on a much, on a much um, larger, probably and and on on a physical um, level. Are you with thank us? You. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Bye.